Hey everyone, I'm Alex and I'm here with my husband Shane. Baby Lou is in bed, the cat is in her room, and we are so glad that you could join us for happy hour on this Family Tree Podcast, episode 38. This episode is a really fun one for us and we are so excited for you to hear the interview we have lined up. We had the chance to speak to the Laughing Couple podcast that is Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Brittany has a successful Instagram account. She's super funny. And then her and Ryan were both able to make it on our podcast and we had a bit of a couples chat. So stay tuned and can't wait for you to hear it. Yeah, so how we came to find the Laughing Couple podcast is often we're looking for comparable podcasts comparable, to, yeah. to learn from because you know we're not always the most confident in our own podcasting ability <laughs> even though you're always acting like i'm some podcast expert i'm not you it, seem to be well i'm just on them but i'm like the goofball i'm like not the articulate guy on my other podcast so i'm trying to always improve that anyway you're like hey what do you think of this podcast i think it's pretty good you told me so i checked it out i was like shit <laughs> I was like, Alex, this is good. These guys are better than us. And, you know, then we, we both listened to it together and we were laughing. And I was like, are they our, our rivals? <laughs> and then, you know, the best way to lose an enemy is to make them your friend. So I was like, let's just have them on our podcast. And then we did. And we had such a good time with them. And we loved the conversation so much we're like let's just make the whole episode laughing couple yeah podcast. it was it was an amazing time and it really kind of changed the way i think we looked at doing the podcast because often when we're interviewing people it's a little stiffer the interviews than yeah. our normal conversational style but right after this conversation we had with laughing couple because we do things out of order we talked to rebel mamas and for the rebel mamas conversation I think it just helped our interview style be more conversational and less uh, sterile. Yeah. So anyway, we got to thank them for kind of opening our eyes to how to talk to other guests in a more friendly way, which I think... more comfortable way. It suits us better. And I hope you enjoy this. But let's talk about our lives now because this is the segment. Let's get to it. Shane, how are you feeling this week? Yeah, but so it's been kind of a crazy week. It started off with my birthday... Yes. No, I guess it's, it's, it's the week start on Sunday or Monday? Well, Monday. Yeah, but, but on the calendar, it seems to start on a Sunday. Well, then Sunday. Okay. And this week started with the Sunday. That was Mother's Day. So how was your Mother's Day? I loved it. I just love being able to sleep in, not really have changed diapers, and take it easy. Plus, I feel honored. Like, it, it really, Mother's Day is a day to look forward to. Like, I think I'm going to start looking forward to it more than my birthday. Were you disappointed in me? And why? the reason I'm asking that is I had given you the gifts a week in advance for Mother's Day. And I didn't really, like usually if you do that, you have to get another gift to make that day feel like something. Now, I didn't really do anything to be considered an extra gift. Was that disappointing? And answer me honestly. It wasn't disappointing because I knew that's how it was going to go. So I already... As you know, I didn't have another trick up my sleeve. Well, you could have, but I wasn't expecting it. So mentally, I was just prepared that nothing and I was just looking forward to a nice card which you gave me and when I first came down in the morning you were making coffee which was the best okay so I got to sleep in I woke up to the smell of coffee invading my nostrils which was amazing come downstairs you're in the kitchen getting that ready I come sit beside Lucy on the couch and she goes happy mother's day and shoves a card in my face and that was the cutest thing I had ever seen because it I don't know how she knew how to say all that with Lou what I did was Lou has a thing where she doesn't like to rehearse. Like if she was an actor, she would be like, I don't do auditions. I don't go to rehearsal. I just show up on the day and I do it. I don't know why this is her adult (laughs) imitation, but anyway. So I'm like, Lucy, when mom comes down, we're going to say, happy Mother's Day, mommy. Okay. She goes, yeah. I go, let's practice. No. I go, okay, but when she comes, you're going to say, happy Mother's Day, mommy, right? Yeah. (laughs) Will you practice? No. Okay, I'm like, she's not going to do this. And I give her the card, and she's just sitting on the couch waiting for you. And the second you came down, she went, Happy Mother's Day, Mommy. And I was like, yeah. And I start like, tearing up. Yeah. Like, I was just proud of Lucy more than I was, like, happy she made the moment, you know? Yeah, no, but she did make the moment. And it was, it was awesome. It made me feel so good. And, no, I had a great, I had a great Mother's Day. It and was nice. How quickly we forget about the brunch. What like, brunch? I, exactly. 
I had a brunch delivered to the door, oh, right. timed to the second you walked down the stairs. It was amazing. No, it was it was the food that I had been craving for like the past month. I think because you suggested that you get that meal, you don't consider it a gift. Yeah, I do. Okay. All of the food that day was great. Okay. Just saying on my birthday, uh, brunch came like an hour and a half late. You know, Okay, here's the funny thing. It came an hour and a half late. Not due to anything I did, because I ordered it an hour before you got up. But the place that we ordered from is 200 yards down the street from our house. <laughs> and I ordered it through delivery, because I'm getting things ready. I'm taking care of Lucy. Yet it still took an hour and a half to make it to our house. Why is that, Alex? Because Skip the Dishes didn't have anybody working, babe. And you might have ordered it to the wrong house? Oh, fright, frig. I forgot about that. Here's the thing. I ordered it to my parents' house accidentally, but it took an hour and a half to get there. And then it was an extra 10 minutes once I and got delivered. And when it was time to order something to your parents' house for your dad's birthday, right. you ordered brunch. You ordered it to our house. And then we had to deliver it. Anyway, we had, there's a history of uh, ordering, ordering snacks. I'm not foods. good at things, guys, if you're listening to this. I'm just not good at things in general, I think. I think that's a good way to put it. And for my birthday... You, you your did. birthday and Lucy's birthday. I had a balloon delivery, which was pretty sweet. I thought it made the house look pretty. I cleaned up the whole first floor. You definitely went above and beyond, and I was very like touched and moved. And you did the thing that I I did for you with Lucy. You trained Lucy to <laughs> say "Happy Birthday, Daddy," and she did it perfectly. And in fact, I have a little recording of it, which I'll play for you now. And just like you, she wouldn't practice it. And I told her what to say. She told me no. She told me no. And then when you came down, it was perfect. She's got a talent, babe. Okay, so that was, we'll call that the good part of the week. Yes. And then you've been feeling like you might give birth. Yeah, things have been really tough with uh, how I've been feeling physically lately. Like I know no one can see you, but this is a very uncomfortable position you're in right now. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to have to recline. Oh, Lord. I will try to keep this really still for you. That does feel better. Are you going to give birth early? I hope not, but things the past couple days have been feeling like it's a possibility and it's freaking me the hell out. Right now... And at the end of every day, I start to feel really, really achy. A lot of pressure, but I've, of course, been feeling that. I've been talking about that. But uh, it's been hard. Last night, I thought I was possibly going into labor. Jeez. And then you just give birth to a three-pounder. Three-and-a-half-pounder, three, I guess you would, right? Three-pound, 11 ounces, yeah. Okay, so four pounds. I guess it could be worse, but still, that's not ideal. Not ideal, especially now, because then the baby would have to be in the ward at the hospital until they're ready to be released, and I don't know what the situation would be. Do you remember those former podcasts that we had on whose baby need to be in the hospital and they couldn't go visit? Yeah, I do. Yeah, things like that terrify me. But last night was especially scary because I was having lots of cramping, back pain, really bad. And those are two signs that, you know, possibly preterm labor is on the way. On top of that, I was taking a pee. This whole next little bit is going to be TMI. So I'd press the fast forward 15 seconds button if you have a queasy stomach. But I was taking a pee. I pushed just a little bit to make the pee come out. And the pain that I felt when I did that up in my cervix area was blinding. Like I almost passed out from it. It was horrendous. So then I was like, oh my God, is, is the baby coming now? What's going on? So I did a self-examination. I could feel the head through the vaginal wall. Does the kid have hair? I, <laughs> unfortunately, my fingers aren't that sensitive, but I did find my cervix. If you wanted to, would you be able to tell if the kid had hair? No, babe, because it's in the amniotic sac. You don't think I know that? <laughs> no. I'm asking for the people at home who don't know that. <laughs> Amniotic sack. But uh, yeah, so I was also able to, I was reading online uh, and it was talking about self-examinations. I was able to find my cervix and insert one finger. So I knew, I know that I'm one centimeter dilated. So I called the doctor today, the hospital, and I told them I'm one centimeter dilated the baby's low. I'm experiencing all of this last night, but after having slept, I was feeling a little bit better. 
Uh, and they just told me if it gets bad to come in because with lupus and with women with lupus, it's a possibility of preterm labor. Jeez, can you imagine if Betty was born this week? How crazy of a week we would consider this? We had an epic week here, guys. We did have an epic week. Like one of the weirdest weeks. So this week has been lots of fun. No, it hasn't. Well, the beginning of it was, babe. And then only really one night and one day was not fun. Shane and I ended up, because of an interview we did with a future podcast, getting in a real big discussion about things that we need to discuss. And, uh, you know, it had both of us feeling emotional, angry, whatever, all these kinds of ways. It was one of the most, I think, dramatic it was the most dramatic episode of this family tree ever. <laughs> and ironically, it was because of a Bachelor contestant. Yeah. And the, you get the joke there? No. Because on The Bachelor, they say, it's the most dramatic season oh. of the... Like, you, you're really leaving me out to dry here, to, this episode. Did you just fart? <laughs> that was funny. Oh, the I fart is funnier? No. I'm not laughing, Alex. <laughs> The joke was funny and it made me toot. That wasn't a fart. That was a toot, by the way. What's the difference? A fart is grosser and a toot is just like a boop. This one still smells the same, Alex. It does not smell. (laughs) No, it doesn't smell. That would be one of the only times you really tooted in front of me. Like I can count on one hand. I think you've only tooted five times. So we caught it here on the podcast, which is kind kind of cool in a way. Okay, so just to get in chronological order. First, it started with... We had Raw Beauty Talks on as a podcast guest. Mm-hmm. So what's her name? Erin. So we're banking interviews in advance now because we, we seem to be getting more and more. So on Wednesday, we did Raw Beauty Talks. And I don't know what was wrong with me, but I started crying during that interview. And it was very weird. And then the next day, we had Taylor Nolan from The Bachelor on. And if you don't know who Taylor Nolan is, she was the one... Yeah, who was fighting with Corinne, calling her, what was it? She said she was emotionally, she had a low... Emotional IQ. Yeah, so we we had quite the talk with her, and it ended up getting a little bit strange, because I asked a question that made you uncomfortable, and then Taylor really dug into that question. It was then- just, it was a tricky topic, because it had to do with our relationship, and I just wasn't expecting Shane to ask it, and then... She, we ended up doing the interview with her. We tried not, like we tried going off that topic multiple times. And then Taylor kept bringing it back to that topic. And then after the interview, we received a phone call from The Bachelor's Taylor Nolan. And it was an offer to privately counsel us for the next 15 minutes. Which she did, which was amazingly sweet. I mean, what, uh, like most people are just begging, like not begging. To get off the line. Most people are trying to fulfill their quota for what you agreed on the interview length beforehand. She went above and beyond and I couldn't thank her enough. And not only that, but she DM'd me on Instagram saying, hey, like, let me know if there's anything else that I can do. Let me know about those strategies we talked about and like was really... Yeah, it was so, really sweet. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about this more next episode, but and you'll listen to what happened. But she was a true professional, and uh, we'll see how much of that conversation we're able to keep in. Yeah, so I don't know that you guys will see what happened because we still have to listen to it back. It's it's still an emotional topic, so you know this might be as much as you get, but we'll see. So stay tuned for next episode. I guess is the point to see what what will stay, what will go. But, you know, other than that, though, other than that one night, it's been a great week. It really has been. And I've had so much fun. We finally got to use our shuffle table. We got a freezer, you guys. How can this be? Like, when I asked you if you were having a good week and you were like, yeah, how can this be a bad week when Mother's Day, two birthdays, freezer, which is huge, beautiful day today, got a lot of stuff done, and even the fight that we had, the most dramatic fight ever, ended up doing us so much good yeah i'm glad you think that because i your energy affects me so much more than you'll ever know so if you're happy and feeling good about it genuinely genuinely makes me feel great (laughs) because i get scared of you Uh, (laughs) not that you're a scary person but just i don't like when happy people aren't happy and i find you to be a happy person Mm -hmm. but yeah how happy were you that i was able to get this huge freezer down our stairs in our basement 
by myself. Your dad offered. I was like, I got this. But then I was like, <laughs> shit, what if I don't have this and I injure myself terribly? I was able to lift it all the way down the stairs by myself. I kind of slid it, the, the box down the stairs. And I only cut my hand a little bit and only needed one Band-Aid. What I'd say the freezer is a success. Today was successful. And so a I'd, huge argument that we, we came to new realizations about each other. Yeah. Yeah. Through a psychoanalyst on The Bachelor. I think that argument was brewing inside of us for a while. And then the fact that she was kind of the catalyst to help us talk about those things, we were able to. And uh, we're kind of starting afresh in that in that regard. We are starting afresh. Is afresh a word? I knew I know starting anew is. I don't think oh, start, a word. Fresh is a word. Fresh. It could be an Italian thing. Starting afresh. Well, we could get in trouble for that. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So I guess let's get to the laughing couple interview. I hope you have as much fun listening as we did recording. So let's get to the laughing couple interview with Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. We hope you guys have as much fun listening. As we had recording. I just said that. Why well, did you I say Well, I just it? wanted to add in their names. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mrs. Host, professional host. All right, let's go to them. How are you guys? We're awesome. We're doing swell. Doing swell. <laughs> Glad swell. the Zoom thing is working out. This is only our second Zoom call of all yeah. time. We, so- sc- we screwed up the last one so bad. <laughs> We screwed up when we used Zencaster and it was honestly mortifying. We, we were like, <laughs> we recorded half of, wait a second, no, how do you word that? We, we, we didn't did, press record. We, and we, like, we forgot to press intro. record for the first 20 minutes of an interview. <laughs> oh. And then did you try to recreate that same energy? We, we did. We yeah. knew her. So it was like not that big of a deal. And we called ourselves out on it after because how can you not the first one was way better than than the uh, recreation but always uh, yeah. is yeah it's so embarrassing it's impossible to match the og the og interview was <laughs> way better but unfortunately nobody got it okay i'm not gonna lie like ryan did his hair for this yeah. he totally thought that we were we were going to be like looking at each other so like he has like a very nice sweater on well i appreciate <laughs> the uh the effort ryan well you know here's the thing i was wearing this shirt all day no you took it off and, and you i redid on. my hair I, oh, I put deodorant on like because i wanted to you. I wanted to make sure that you were sitting beside me this entire time. I wasn't wafting all over you. <laughs> you're welcome. Anyway, we well, look we look presentable in case you were wondering. That's good to know. <laughs> well, guys, we are so excited uh, that you joined us tonight. So we only or I only even discovered you guys, I think, last week or two weeks ago. I was kind of yeah. doing some work for our podcast. And then at the bottom, it was like, oh, if you like this Family Tree podcast, you'll love the Laughing Couple podcast. So I clicked it just to be like, ah, who are these schmucks? Listen to it for <laughs> two minutes. And I was like, okay, not only do I like this, but I'm into it. And oh, right you. off the bat, Shane and I were both so into it. And it was very cool learning that you guys are right around the corner from us in Cambridge. We live in Hamilton. I did not know you guys were in Hamilton. That's so funny. Okay, so um, I just I just read the email that you sent Brittany. Love that you guys are on the H6 handy recorder because so are we. What mics do you attach to the H6? So we have the Audio-Technica 2100s. Okay, because we have pieces of shit. Oh, it's garbage. Like <laughs> the, these, li- they cost 19 bucks. And the only reason I got these was because I trusted them from another podcast I did. And now yeah. I'm just realizing, listening to other people who are doing the same thing we do, we sound the, like the worst pod in comparison. Oh, we gotta no, step it up, babe. we've listened to yours. It does. It sounds great. It doesn't sound really? bad at all. We oh. did. We just uh, we we did some little research, and just so you know, I am not one of those people that are into the third trimester photos. <laughs> well, oh yeah, we just listened. We just listened to that. <laughs> like where are you going with this that's such a weird thing to say. i know a guy is named fred true story he is into those so that, that does exist i'm so, just not one of them do you know what that's so called weird. is there a name for that i'm sure there is there's gotta be some sort of we want Brittany and i watched an episode Try of Misties. that's probably what they're called we, we watched an episode of that what were they called lunars oh yeah like the weird sex people one. who are into people blowing up balloons Anyway, Weird. True story. Oh, there's a whole, there's it's a called whole the Lunar. Thing. So there's a lot of people out there that are into some crazy shit. Well, when I first started hearing from these guys, I'd go through who else they follow. And it was all pregnant women, other mom accounts. And then there was all these hashtags and there was some word for it. But it's like they like it. They like the idea 
of seeing a woman with a really big belly full of other people or creatures. <laughs> and that's mm. it's a whole genre of thing. Full of other people or what? Creatures. It's like anime oh. stuff. Oh, because I was going to say, because a woman can't really be filled <laughs> no. with creatures. No. Maybe she American can, but that would be very uncomfortable. Can I ask you guys a huge question before we... I, I haven't started recording yet because I didn't know if we were starting this podcast yet. Oh, yeah. So I've done this. This is the second time I've done this. <laughs> Don't worry, because I'm recording you and you sound very good. Quick. So we'll just hype in good audio. That is, if okay. you're okay with us using any of the preamble. Brian, just press record. I'm going to hit record right now. I'm sorry. I thought we were doing a little chit chat before the old we podcast. We were. We were. <laughs> he got so nervous. Sometimes I use the chit chat beforehand, you know. I don't yeah. know. It's where often it's like go. the best part. Like there there's such magic. This is why happens. I'm wearing deodorant, because I'm now sweating. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so social media back history, if you will. Yeah. Um, I'll step out here because I've got about twelve followers on my no. <laughs> Instagram account. Sound like me. So I started my Instagram Bostafi about a year in a about a year ago. In March. Yeah. And I was honestly, I was just really bored on mat leave. And I'm like, I need to talk to other humans. Like we had just had our second baby Cooper who was about to turn a year. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm, I I, got to do something. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just was like, I'm going to start my Instagram. And I I originally started it because I used to like do calligraphy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to sell signs. And then I kind of... beautiful it, signs, thank by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I, tr- I kind of just moved into like a motherhood, I don't know, lifestyle account. It's the natural transition. It, I mean, yeah, calligraphy <laughs> to motherhood. It's, they only make sense. Um, like if you if you draw in perfect cursive, you, you can be a you're mom. You're a mom. Like that's just the next best thing. No, so I... Uh, and totally then I, and then I started realizing that there was just like a ton of like cyberbullying going on. Mm-hmm. So I would get these like horrific messages from complete strangers and I'm not a super sensitive person but like I internalize things and it was like really getting to me. And then I was like, you know what? Screw this. So I started making these videos called Trolling Tuesday where I would like <laughs> recreate these skits where I would take the messages or the DMs from these mean people and like turn them into a character, I guess, and like would just do these really strange spoofs and people were just they just really enjoyed it so I think that just I just took off from there and then I it was just it's just been a whirlwind but it's been so fun because the community I'm sure as you guys know is can be so supportive and such a positive space and then yeah Ryan was just like so like you want to do something together and I was like "Mm, I don't know I'm just kidding (laughs) he was like let's I was feeling really lonely that people were commenting on her stuff all the time (laughs) I would post a photo and and my mom would like it (laughs) but whenever Ryan said I want in on this action whenever you were on my my kidding that didn't happen at all people were like you guys are so funny and we were like, okay, that's so nice. And then it was just, it was a constant thing. People were like, you should start a podcast. And then honestly, in December, Ryan was like, we're doing it. And I was like, why are you yelling? <laughs> and so then we just did it. We were like, screw it. We're just at a point in our life right now where we're like, we're in our 30s. We're, we know who we are. We love being a parent, but we also want something more than parenting. So like, I'm shocked to hear that you don't have a background, though, Brittany, and like acting and things. Because even going through your Instagram, you're so good at makeup. Like, I was checking out your Carol Baskin, Joe oh Exotic, God. the tiny Carol face. Baskin. Like, that's so pro. I can do makeup worth shit. Like, I'm, I'm so bad at things like that. And it's always so impressive to me when somebody's so good. So have you been doing that since the beginning? I also went to school for art, though, so it's kind of like right. cheating because I feel like if you can draw, it's kind of like under the umbrella of... I don't think that's a thing. I well, think if you can draw, that doesn't mean you can draw on your face. I, I agree. I mean, yeah. it's definitely a different skill. Like, but that's a skill set. We we love Halloween, and so we've always like went all out for Halloween. I've, I've kind of just dabbled in like special effects, I would say, and Ryan's always been my muse, <laughs> so. I would say not a muse, more of a guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, there you go. we've like latex. I never have a, I never have facial hair in October because. Um, he looks like he's 12. Because Brittany latex is my face <laughs> every Saturday in October. It's so fun. Unless you're pulling yeah. your weight. But yeah. I wanted to. You know, someone's uh, got to do it. Exactly. Someone's got to do it. 
Now, I want to kind of hand this over to Shane. So, Shane has an idea of a game. Oh, we oh, love like games. games. Okay, and a little backstory on me and my ideas and my games. They never work out. <laughs> they're never good, okay. and they're never popular. But I always, so <laughs> I always try things, um, and I can absolutely edit it out. If this game is terrible, we are going to. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we should take a hard three-second break. I, I guess it started from <laughs> that you guys are kind of like kindred spirits to us, and maybe I could ask questions if things are okay to do like things that alex and i argue about and you could kind of be like the judge and jury on it and then alex will ask ryan things that annoy her about me and if the things that i do that are annoying are cool or not love it i'm game it sounds a little complicated when i'm saying (laughs) when i'm saying that out loud but we have no idea what's going on but we're like sign us up are we keeping score or yeah, we'll we'll kind of see at the end of this who's I guess overall right, me or my wife. Anyways, Ryan has a whiteboard. There's already your name and our name, and it's ready to be tallied. Are you serious? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Could you imagine? See, I'll believe but he's super competitive, so I wouldn't put it past him. See, so am I. See, so this is perfect. I, we are I'm just like... still kind of confused, so I'm I'm going. I with think Shane's going to win this game. Alex okay. doesn't even know what's happening. She's no. like, "What's the game?" So, that, that's exactly. So, it. Brittany, is your wife? allowed to get mad at you if you did something in a dream and i know that's the big cliche thing but this is something that alex actually does get angry at me for doing something Mm. in a dream now is that cool or uncool (laughs) of alex i feel like i think it's kind of like a transitional thing like if if i wake up and i have like this aggressive dream i think it's anything anybody like anybody is immediately like what in the fuck like it's it's hard to separate like reality from your dream so what what she's saying is we don't actually talk about our dreams for this exact reason that's not true (laughs) ryan i actually can't talk to ryan about his dreams because his dreams are like 45 minutes and i'm like okay so i've already done three loads of and i'm like can you get to the point so he he i would say that the first initial reaction is totally understandable but then like throughout the day you probably should like chill yeah (laughs) i don't think i stay mad at you but in now are we we, you're talking you had a sexual dream about somebody else and your wife is mad am i hearing that right no like so like if i have a dream where shane's getting sexy with somebody else i'll wake up and be pissed at him but it never lasts through the day like i under i understand that but i also think you can like really go deep and be like, why are you thinking about that? Because yeah. then you're like, is there something in your space that you, gotta, you need to you get gotta, off your you, chest? You got to reverse engineer that one, Shane. Yeah. Put Ryan, it back on Ryan does that to me a lot. And then I'm oh, just thanks. like, don't give me any ideas, done. guys. <laughs> okay. So- sorry, sorry. I'm not supposed to be part of this game yet. <laughs> <laughs> so if we were writing on the board, Alex would be in the right in that situation? Or is that kind of a gray area? <sighs> I think it's a gray area okay. because I think initially anybody would be like, I'm annoyed, but then they'll be like, it's not reality. So right. I don't have any no. ground. Okay. So now, Alex, you go uh, with your question to Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Yes. Is it okay if a husband or partner was to follow old Tinder dates on Instagram? Uh, no. <laughs> That's a hard re- no. Reasoning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I, I'd love to go in depth of that one, but I think it's like, oh, she's the one that got away. Yeah, that would right? be so bad. Yeah. No, I, just... I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm really sorry, Shane. Uh, I would go with no on that one. But you know what? In all, in my, in, but... in my defense, I haven't had a girlfriend in like 11 years. I've been with Brittany for 11 years. So Tinder wasn't even around. Mm-hmm. When but I... I think that would apply to like even just old, old girlfriends. Like now it, I wouldn't be like upset if you followed an ex-girlfriend i would be like okay who cares Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but then again it depends on how fresh see tinder dates aren't like girlfriends though like there's not that emotional connection it's basically just the sexy stuff yeah Yeah. i think if you i think if you slept with someone so from my perspective you've you've never been on tinder i'm with three people who have never been on tinder right now i'm the only one who's been on tinder well, which shows it, you sorry, the man. insignificance that of it. That could be it. a total episode on its own, it, well, like a it's, Tinder it's episode. It's a different world, and a lot of people, they have these apps that tell you if you unfollow them, and I feel like it's so rude, and I feel like... Oh. Baloney. It's and, baloney. And they're already out of the algorithm. You're sensitive. I get that. I appreciate that, Shane. <laughs> Oh I, my god! That's I love that's it. good. That's good. I don't want her to think that the date was terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. Empathy. 
<laughs> I know it's been eight years, but she's gonna internalize it. She's gonna need therapy. Like clearly, I married somebody else, so it wasn't that good, but it oh wasn't terrible. God. That's so oh, okay. So I'm taking the loss here. My final answer is no. You should oh. not follow them. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Well, it's hard <laughs> to take that answer seriously because he was never on Tinder. Sorry. But I will respect. I will respect. Touche. Okay. Touché. This question is for uh, Brittany. Is it cool if your wife always says, "Why didn't you tell me sooner?" Even if you gave her three weeks' notice for a guy's night. Um, three. I. Oh. The thing is, is I feel like this is a hard one for me because I feel like it's reversed. Because like, I don't give her three minute, three weeks notice. Yeah, no, it's more me actually who goes out for a drink, and the thing is, is Ryan actually has a. I no, I don't know. If you've given me three weeks notice and I forgot, I'd probably play it at like you didn't tell me, but like secretly knowing you did. Yeah, because I sent her a Google invite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Just so we know we had this conversation, I you have a calendar like, invite in your... I think it's probably like if you iPhone. genuinely gave her three weeks notice and then you told her like that night, she probably like forgot and is now just pissed because you're going to be gone and she's with the kids. But I think three weeks notice is fine. No, she here, here's the thing. What's she gets thing? mad when it's still three weeks away and I'm telling her. No. She'll be like, oh. when did you find out about this? I'll be like, oh, we were talking about it a couple months ago. She's like, why didn't you mention it two months ago then? Okay, hold on because I'm going to cut in because <laughs> Ryan needs to get on this too because this is actually my second question as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fine. But let's so, see what Brittany says here first. But wait, wait. I just is, love that these, get, these are the things you argue about. Yeah, this I is mean, amazing. Yeah, but you know what? It's so similar to us because we argue about the stupidest shit. Yeah, like where's my other sock? Yeah, or like your socks are on the floor and there's 14 pairs. Yeah. It's life. It's one of those things. I, For the record, I feel like three weeks is plenty of time. But Thank part you. of me Thank gets you. annoyed that you're that you're going out. Like that, That's, I think, where she's like, ugh, because she wants to go out. Yeah, mm. so it's that. Right. But it's also, it'll be like three weeks, but he's known for three months you know what I mean? Oh, so maybe he's just scared to tell you. I am was, scared. You are right. <laughs> my question was, when is it appropriate to tell a wife of plants? The second you find out about I them that's or just your whenever you remember. Look at it. It's on my paper. <laughs> it's so mad. So I always find out from his friend's wives what's going on oh. either tomorrow or in two weeks because Shane forgets. Here's the thing. Sometimes I feel like I'm Alex in this relationship. <laughs> um... <laughs> So here's the here's the thing. Uh, you know, my father-in-law always says that I'm not much of a quote-unquote. These are you planner. can't see them, but my fingers are moving. The air quotes. The air quotes. <laughs> not a planner. He really isn't. And so when it comes to my friends and making plans, we make them the day before or maybe the week before. So I'm on a short leash to begin with when it comes to how long I can I can be in communication about it. So I'd say immediately. But I will say this. You've been if, much better, though. Yeah, plans. I will say this. If I made plans three months ago to do something, unless it was like a weekend thing, if it was a weekend thing, I'd tell Brittany right away. If it wasn't a weekend thing, it was a one-night thing, mm -hmm. like just going out with the boys, I would not tell her until it came close. I think there is something about like the lead-up that gets annoyed. Like you don't want your partner because there's a weird part of the partner that gets like jealous. So it's like, yes. why, yeah. would you, yes. why would you say it until the, like you absolutely right. have to say well, it? Well, there's two parts to that. One, there's some there's a degree of jealousy. And then, you know, it's like it's like you're about to go on vacation and you've got a pile of paper at your desk. You've got a bunch of stuff you got to work on. It's Friday and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I'm going on vacation tomorrow. And then you're on a beach. You're looking at the ocean. Everything's beautiful. It's your last day. And all you're thinking about is that damn paper. You've got the beach in Absolutely. front of you, but all you're thinking about is the paper. Yeah. So my way of looking at it is when you know that your partner's going to go out, whether it's tomorrow or a month from now, there's a part of you that's like, oh, man, I'm going to have to do all of that by myself. Mm -hmm. And you get you get stuck in that funk knowing that two days from now, a week from now, a month from now, you're going to be stuck doing everything. So I, there's a bit of there's a bit of jealousy. And then there's a bit of that like realization that you're alone for that night and it sucks mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i'm scared of alex because not because she gets angry but she gets so disappointed and almost sad when i get I lonely yeah you get lonely but and she's also pregnant so she's like a she can't drink which sucks not and like pregnant b, oh, she, when she's when she's not pregnant she's the same way oh my god i was like did i just put my foot in my mouth <laughs> 
was like, I was just on your Instagram. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm very pregnant. Yes, we did some research. We screwed that one up big time. But, but this does not change my reaction, whether I'm pregnant or not. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll do one more question here. Is your wife allowed to get angry if you eat 15 macaroni shells that were left over from your daughter's (laughs) meal and sitting in the pot on the stove? Because apparently I was supposed to know that that was Alex's dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And this happened yesterday, by the way. (laughs) I did that tonight. (laughs) Okay. This is actually so funny because I feel like it applies to like when you eat the leftovers that I specifically save for Cooper. So like I'll make up a whole bunch of breakfast sandwiches, like six breakfast or sorry, breakfast sausages. Mm -hmm. And I'll like give him two sausages cut up and then I'll put the other four in a container knowing that I have like some breakfast and some lunch options. And then I go the next day and I see Ryan and he's like, I'm like, where (laughs) are you eating these sausages? And he was like, yeah, like I thought it was for lunch. And I was like, like literally, they're the tiniest sausages. Name a human being <laughs> that can see a fully cooked sausage and not eat it. <laughs> Me? I, I just feel like it's like you know that he, you know that he ate them before, and I've met and I've literally said it to you so many times. Like, don't eat these, and then you'll be like, "Well, I needed some protein, and I do," and you just don't plan for your lunch. Protein. So I, I say it's a sausage and it's I, cooked and it's honestly, in the fridge, and someone didn't eat it, so I'm going to. I think I would actually have to side. With Alex on this one because wow. it actually is so annoying. It's that's so annoying cool. for me so because annoying. because I sp- it's like you plan like honestly all they want put the a little, note. Put the a little note. people all they note. want is food all they want are snacks and I'm like okay because our kids are six and two. But Brittany, I just want to be clear here. Alex wanted the macaroni <laughs> shells for herself. Because I'm mm. pregnant and mm. starving, and I was. That is eat- a good point. She's eating for two, Shane. Like, why are I, you I, so selfish? I was gonna okay. Fifteen macaroni <laughs> shells. It's the equivalent of like a Timbits out in, at the office, and you take one, and the coworker getting mad. I fed the baby, put her to bed, was starving and looking forward to coming home. Okay, or downstairs, I respect the decision. Eating the shells, and then when I told you, I, I told you, I was like, Shane, did you eat the macaroni that was in the pot? And then, this is from episode two of the Laughing Couple podcast for all the listeners. <laughs> Shane had that angry face that you guys talk about. You know when it's just like the face is angry and the tone oh, yeah. is angry, but then they're saying they're not really angry? That's what Oh, it totally. Was. It's like, but I think it's built up frustration. You're like, what else is happening here? I think it's being a dad. Alex, you're the queen of being passive aggressive. Oh, okay. <laughs> All so right. just, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because, you know, if you're hungry and you want to eat those, I get it. I totally get it. There's I think nothing you should just worse. Ask the there's nothing girl worse first. than coming downstairs and thinking you got pizza in the fridge from the night before and someone ate it. I this totally true. get it. But you got to put a note on this if you want to own it. You got to yeah. own it. She's too busy with the baby. Like, because I'll tell you right now, her ribs. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. And if I see food, I'm going to eat it. She's literally growing a child. So wait, I Brittany, know, do you. How is Shane supposed to know that she was going to eat those 12, he put it in her. Point, those 12 macaronis? Because he should ask. He should ask. He, like you should ask about the sausages. It wasn't a high value food. It was 15 macaroni shells. That If it was delicious pizza, I'd be like, hey, do you want this? It was oh, 15 yeah. macaroni shells. Now, Hold Shane, on, here's, the, here's, the, here's the kicker for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out. I hope I'm helping you out. If I'm putting you in the doghouse, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you clean the the pan? Oh, trust me, uh, I do all the dishes in the house. At oh, all times. yes. Okay, then you. That's a straight up win because then she came down after feeding the baby and the kitchen was clean. Oh no, Shane, the pan was still sitting there and there were two noodles. Oh, that's not good, Shane. You typically Alex, do all the dishes. Have you ever done uh, a dish in your life? Yes. Yes or no? Okay, maybe that's once. Not, that's not good, Shane. Have you ever changed the cat litter? In? Oh wait, you do that now I that I'm do, pregnant. I'm the only person who changes the cat litter. I'm pregnant. I'm not allowed. Oh my god, I honestly thought you said, "Have you ever changed my catheter?" I'm like, what? <laughs> doing over there oh my god all right so the very last question for shane's game ryan should yes you as a husband be doing your own laundry or should there be a system oh, no. in place oh where he is, he's gonna be buried in this question what just a so terrible you're question to ask me <laughs> buried um i think <laughs> he's just laughing because he, he knows whatever he says is going to be like a load of shit <laughs> I think that it should be a communal thing. I think that... Uh, oh, is that what you think? Oh, I think that okay. if there's laundry to be done, then it, there's laundry to be done. And if it's yours, it's yours. Yo, if it's someone else's... Captain, avoid the question. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Brian does not do laundry. No, I will say I will say this. I don't do laundry, but if I were to sit back from a bird's eye view and, and answer this question properly, because that's what's been asked of me, Brittany. Oh, okay. Um, I would say that um, laundry is laundry, and laundry is not an individual thing. So if it's my laundry or Brittany's laundry and it needs to get done, it should get done. I should not be responsible for mine. She should not be responsible for hers. We should be responsible for that. Yet I'm responsible for mine, his, our daughters, and our sons. Just Just putting it out there. Just Just because that's my answer doesn't mean I do it. (laughs) Kids get a lot of messy clothes, too. Kids have a lot of dirty clothes. Oh my god! Yeah, could you imagine? Insane. I'm. Could you imagine if that was the case? I'd say Riley, who's six. Riley, do your own damn laundry. I'm not <laughs> responsible for that. Why are you being so lazy? I did not wear those underwear. Get them in there for yourself. In my defense, I do not know how to work that washing machine. Well, you're 36. You can. Learn. I know. I know how to work a washing machine. That one I find weird. <laughs> I don't even how know con- how to answer that. How convenient. YouTube. YouTube, right? man. YouTube's one. the best. I, I will say that the fights that we get into on a weekly basis generally have something to do with laundry. It's because we both like gen. You know how like couples usually have one couple is like like hates doing the dishes and like the other yes. couple hates vacuuming, and so they'll we pick hate up the stuff. We both, <laughs> we both like honestly hate laundry so much. Yeah, like we're we're so like let's th- I'll throw it in, I'll throw a load in, no problem. You know what? I'll take it out. I'll even put it in the dryer. It's like. Folding it is annoying, but I don't know what it is about putting it away oh. that is the most frustrating thing. Like I would, we would both rather sort through these like piles of disappointment instead of putting the shit away. Yeah, I hate it. I okay, hate so it. I don't have a green so thumb, and I don't have a laundry thumb. <laughs> to let you know, so we like also generally hate doing everything, and we are currently doing our podcast across from a pile of clothes on our mm-hmm. yeah. big chair that has been there for what. Two weeks? Yeah, there's a pile behind us. We hit it because we, we thought this. We yeah. hit it because we thought that uh, <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> like they can't see it, can they? Well, luckily, since quarantine hit, we wear the same outfit every single yeah. day, so that is yes. laundry. But uh, Shane, that's it for the game questions, it is. guys. Thank yes. you. For I just have to say that was a successful game, Shane. Was like, it? You should be proud. Oh, I feel you. like it went well. Okay, good. I did right? too, but yeah. I wasn't sure. My instincts <laughs> are always wrong. I think it was great. So I just wanted to ask you guys, general podcasting because you are doing this as a couple because you know ryan of course is feeling left out from your social media fame (laughs) yeah i am (laughs) but uh, what is according to you guys the best and the worst part do you think of podcasting with your partner Hmm. um i think the i think the worst part about it um because the best part is easy i think the worst part about it is aligning our vibrational energy and I'm not trying to sound what? weird, but what the but hell? You have literally never said it's that very, in your entire life. <laughs> I've used that word before. Never. Um, so I think the hardest part is, you know, when when the kids are going crazy, one of us is the sane one, and one of us isn't. It's good cop, good cop, bad cop, but it's not good cop, bad cop. It's sane cop and insane cop. Yeah. And I think the hardest part is whoever has the hardest day, whatever that day looks like. It's it's difficult for both parties to be in a good spirited mood mm. by the end of the day. And we always podcast at like 9.30 at night mm-hmm. because that's the only time we can. Yeah. And so there'll be days where we're like, all right, we're going to podcast tonight. And then we don't because I'm in a shitty mood mm-hmm. or Brittany's, you know, Doing Brittany. laundry. <laughs> so I'd say that's the hardest part is making sure that we're both we're both in a good place to have a good conversation. That would that, that that's the hardest part, the most difficult thing about doing a podcast with your with your partner is your and in, and in particular, we're doing this um, in quarantine. In quarantine, yeah. so we started yeah. this podcast on the sixteenth of March, which is the first day of quarantine here in Ontario, and so you know we're already in each other's space a lot. Yeah, I'd say that's that that would be the difficult the difficult aspect of it. I also think too, like for a podcast, who like say there's two people, like you're saying, like we're both together, if you guys haven't spoken in a week or whatever, like say your podcast partner, you have so much to talk about. Yeah. And we often find ourselves like in the middle of talking, we'll be like, save it for the podcast, shut the fuck up. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you don't want to ruin that like moment. I sounded like a total exorcist there. That yeah. was so Linda Blair. <laughs> Linda Blair. No, but you don't want to ruin They're that like, die tonight. that, you know, 
like candid conversation mm-hmm. because you really like talk like Ryan works from home so like he'll come down and and I'll see him throughout the day as I'm trying to not like push my skeleton back in my skin from the children yeah. but we'll have like casual conversations and then I think the the best part about it though like you covered the worst and I totally agree the best part is just like coming together again and doing something together mm-hmm. like yeah we just talked about roommate syndrome on our like last episode and it's basically like especially in quarantine you just feel like you're living with your roommate like what's the difference between a roommate and a partner it's roommates are like completely transactional conversations like get did you get dinner ready did you put this load of laundry in we need to give the kids a bath like as opposed did you eat to my like noodles? Yeah. <laughs> did you eat my noodles as opposed to like you know, creating something and like being together and and trying to get, like Ryan said, out of a space that was the day. Yeah. And that part is is super great when we can get there because it just puts you in a better mood. Yeah. And you know what, whether it's COVID, whether it's work, whether it's whatever, I find that many couples and including ourselves for sure, you, you end up talking about negative things all day. Mm-hmm. You know, you know this guy's an asshole. You know, she was whatever. Followed my ex-Tinder date. Yeah, I was on <laughs> Tinder again. Um, you just, you talk about negative things because I feel like when you're at work or you're with your colleagues or whatever the case may be, you can't truly vent to them. You've got to be professional. So when you get home, you, you have to release that, that uh, energy in order to get rid of it for the next day and survive it. And so I think for us, especially with COVID being, you know, right now, we were talking so negatively about all the crap that was going on. What I love most is just sitting down and laughing and mm-hmm. having a good conversation with my wife and enjoying each other's company. And then when we're done, we we stop, we hit record, we hit play and we listen to it and we laugh again at, at you know, those stupid things that we said yeah. uh, in the middle of it. So creating with your spouse, laughing with your spouse, that's the best part about it for sure. No, I agree. I found even like Alex was getting into kind of those moods on some nights that you're talking about, Ryan, where she just didn't feel like doing the pod. And I'm kind Mm -hmm. of annoying. So I'm like, come on, let's just do it anyway. And she's like, oh, no. And then anyway, we eventually did it. And afterwards, she's just like, I'm so glad I did that. I feel so much better now. And this has happened maybe five times since we started the pod. And each time she's never regretted it or felt like it made her mood worse. It just like we were able to work out amazing things. And yeah. since we are held more accountable on the microphone, it's we worked it out better than we would off mic because we're a little bit more delicate with our words and sensitive issues because we know you know people are potentially listening to us. And it's it's so helpful. <laughs> For sure. It's so yeah. helpful and actually That's solving so problems. True. And then you come out of it feeling so much lighter. And then you have the laughs. And then you have everything else. And it's yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's like an inter. It's an intimate conversation, but it's also a performance. Yeah. And there's something that's like magical about that. It's a good idea. We yeah. uh, we got in such a huge fight. What was that like? Our um, second podcast, right our before second, our second podcast, because of my about, face. Because of my face. We have about like ten. I think we have like ten recorded. Yeah, pre-recorded. Um, but we almost didn't podcast because it was like a week of built up shit that we just hadn't gotten the time to express to each other whether it was like work related or we were tired or the kids or whatever but we didn't actually get to have that like argument Mm -hmm. that sometimes Mm -hmm. is needed and so for whatever reason we lost it like right before our podcast and your face your your face was so annoying that day (laughs) and I think what like got us out of it is because in in all honesty Ryan is usually the person that gets me out of the argument because he'll say something like super stupid like like hey in the middle of us like arguing unintelligent no 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 (laughs) just like to lighten the mood he'll like if we're in the middle of arguing he's so like i just he wants to get us out of the argument and i'm not ready to be out of that argument he'll Mm -hmm. be like blah 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 and then he'll say like can you pass me that chapstick like my lips are super (laughs) and it's hard not to laugh but i'm also like i'm not ready to be not angry mm-hmm. like he's so much better at just being like you know what let's just like drop in we'll figure it out where i'm just like stop like i'm still mad like i need a moment but then he was like we should just podcast and i was like fine and you're right you just are like forced to be 
you different present mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah civil and absolutely and before present. you know what the trick works it does mm-hmm. yeah you know, <laughs> yeah you know what it, it, i think it's one of those things where you know you get you get so heated in whatever the argument is because it's just been compounding all day or all week or whatever the case is and and then you know you, you're having these conversations and you start realizing like why am i speaking to my spouse this way like mm-hmm. i love this person yeah and like, there's no need for it. And I, and you can feel it. You can feel the energy going and can build it. I can see it on Brittany's face. She's sweating out of her, you know, her, in her armpits and all that fun stuff. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is not the image that I want to have an argument with. And so, you know, you just take a step back and you're like, why are we fighting about this? So yeah, I'll make a joke here or there. And, and the podcast has been fantastic for us to, to be able to, to do that. It's like, all right, well, you know what, if we're going to fight, let's do it on the podcast. True. Yeah. We haven't had one of those yet. Absolutely. Like, but we haven't. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for your time tonight. Um, if people want to find you, want to find your podcast, where can they go to do that? Uh, they can do it pretty much anywhere. Uh, so we're on uh, Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. Um, A few other yeah. random. And they can even listen on our, our website. Yeah, straight from our website, thelaughingcouple.com. Yeah, lots of, lots of avenues. We try to make it easy for everybody. Yeah, listen to us. <laughs> just, just listen, please. Listen to us so you can... Here, here's every option, please. <laughs> well, I say definitely listen to it. It is so good. And then what about your personal accounts? Obviously, you guys got to go and check out Brittany looking like Joe Exotic. So, Brittany, where oh can God. they find you? You can find me at Bostafi. So, it's everyone always asks me where my handle is from, but it's Brit- Brittany Ostafi, but it's just like... Bostofy, but Bostofy. a lot of people call it like think I'm like this Russian spy. They say like <laughs> Bostofy, and it's not. It's just Bostofy. So two S's, and then I'm Ukrainian, by the way. So yeah. whatever. <laughs> and big, then if you want to follow, difference. you want to follow Ryan. He'll post the occasional picture of a big screen TV and a jersey. Yeah, um, <laughs> but he's here for it. If you're into that kind of thing, by all means, people are into everything. Build- as I got a picture learned. of a building. <laughs> Oh, it's been so much fun, There's guys. Yeah, thank you so much. I feel like we're friends now. It's I know, true. it's weird. So we're going to have to have you on again in the future. Done. Maybe this Consider game done. is a reoccurring segment. I don't know. It's <laughs> when, so popular. When you hopefully. guys have issues, come to us. We'll try to be a uh, fair jury. It's so good. It was a success. Thank you very I much. I love the game. We need a theme song. We'll work on that for you guys. Hell All yeah, right. Until then, us. thank you very much. And you both have a great night. Take care. You too. Pleasure, guys. Thank you so Bye. much. Yeah. Shane, your game went over so well. Thank you. I wasn't sure. I was like, are they like, is this too argumentative or were they liking it? But it seemed like they liked it and they seemed like genuine people. So I am glad. What what did you think of the game? Oh, I thought it was great. And they do remind me of us. Although I think sometimes like when I was listening to their podcast, I related to Ryan on some things a lot more. And it's just, it's interesting to kind of see yourselves in different people, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, it was so much fun. I was so happy that uh, we got them on. They're not schmucks. They're great. Not schmucks at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're at the portion that everyone always rants and raves about. Rants and raves. Are you talking about the listener questions? The listener questions. Everyone's I like, oh, so. Shane, I love your answers. I, when, I get, <laughs> when I go through our fan emails, you know, that seems to be You've got good answers, often. babe. All right, so let's start with number one question. And this is from a fan of your buddy JR who has crossed over. Have your aspirations changed over time? Shane, do you want to start that one off? Have they changed? I guess at one point my goal was to be almost like a member of the Jackass crew. Right. Like I started like a little production company team called Snatch TV Productions. And I would go around and I would film like kind of like pranks and outrageous videos. And I wanted to go viral through that to kind of get a career in television, which I ended up getting. Mind you, it was a little bit more subdued version in the uh, commercial directing field. But I think even when I was young and I had that goal, it was always to just have a career doing something I loved to, you know, eventually have a family settle down and still work in media, which I'm doing. So yes and no, but I'm definitely more driven for maternity content than like (laughs) pranking some like old dude i think that saying your drive for maternity content has increased is the understatement of a century because i doubt that ever once in your creative career you ever saw yourself loving to produce a podcast and host a podcast on parenting and relationships no i didn't know podcasts were ever going to be a thing when i was younger 
but you never thought that you were going to be i'm saying in like involved in the maternity world both things are true yes <laughs> you're right you got me and uh, i will say that my aspirations have mostly stayed the same i've wanted to do the same things from the, the time i can remember having goals and that was to to teach because i love to teach and to travel a lot i got to travel out of the world in my 20s when i was working uh, for a private school and then traveling on my own so i'd love for that to continue more obviously when it's safe to do so and i am teaching there was a huge chunk of time though that i couldn't see myself having a family like having kids i saw myself having a husband but being more nomadic and maybe being more adventurous and not really making roots and starting a family and now that i am married and we have started a family i could not see any other way and there's no part of me that is disappointed or feels like i've lost any sense of adventure because every day is insane i'm being kept on my toes and i feel like i've learned so much more through parenting is different things than i do through traveling and why the hell can't I do both at once? I can't wait for the times when we can take the kids to exciting places. Is learnt a word? Learnt? Learned. I wasn't sure. I'm I don't not. know. Where, how did I use it? I don't think it even that matters. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I just wanted to... I was just curious. I wasn't trying to be an ass. But when I first saw you on Instagram, like we had met and I kind of added you on Instagram five years before we went on our first date. But we weren't friends or anything or communicating. Mm -hmm. But I was like man, this woman seems like she travels too much. And I wasn't really into that whole type of woman who's like just traveling all the time and like, I slept in a hostel last night. And <laughs> I'm going to sleep in another hostel tomorrow in Portugal and I'm going to Italy. And I was like, ah, this girl would get annoying to me. And then I met you and, you, you know, two, uh, the next day you went to Portugal for two weeks, like after our first date. And I was just thinking, this isn't going to work, I don't think, because I'm not like this. I'm a guy who just like settles, not settles, <laughs> but settles down and in one spot and just can chill in the same spot mm -hmm. forever. And then you kind of became that person I wanted you to. I, did I influence you or is it, this no, just your true self? Here's the thing. like I've never cared about anybody I dated enough to stay home all summer with them. So I'd have boyfriends and I'd still leave for two months every summer and go travel. And with you, I just... Unless we're going somewhere together, and we, we've done a ton together, but unless we're going somewhere together, I don't have the desire to go alone. I think that when I was spending all my time traveling, I'd always come home because I'd often go solo traveling. And, you know, you meet people along the way and develop relationships along the way and whatnot. But then when Sexual you, relationships? When you come home, okay. you don't have anybody to reminisce with, and you don't have anybody to share those, like, amazing memories with. You wanted a witness to your life. Yeah, and that's the thing. If I'm going to travel now, I have zero desire to do it alone. I only want to do it with you or with the whole family. You know what I mean? So for me, it wouldn't be fun unless we were all doing it. And I love that I've seen places you haven't seen and vice versa because I'm so excited to show you some parts of the world that I'm totally in love with that I don't think you would ever take the initiative to go on your own. Like where? Well, you say that you wouldn't love necessarily going to, you know, a city in Europe like in Spain or in I'm Italy. Fine with that. No, I know that, but I've been to Africa. I know that, but we've talked about this in the in the past. And uh you're like, Oh, I don't know if I want to go spend a lot of time somewhere where, you know, there's gonna be a huge language barrier or whatnot. We're talking about relaxing vacays. Well, I like all inclusive resorts and you think I'm dumb <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing and i just can't wait to experience those things together we've experienced all inclusive resorts together and i hadn't done that until i met you mm -hmm. and i s totally see the value in that and had so much fun when we've been and i can't wait to show you you know how cool it can be if i'm your tour guide somewhere yeah, in europe i almost feel like every place in the world is pretty much the same minus some beaches are nicer and some places have better weather so for me just a prerequisite for a good vacation is a nice beach and if the water is like a nice warm bath temperature that's what i really love that's all i need that's i don't i don't need 
some like if they have nice food too that's great well this is why we're gonna go somewhere where we can swim in the mediterranean great and eat beautiful beautiful freshly cooked food every night okay and i will like i find it fun to go to a museum but it doesn't change me in a way that's profound because you haven't been to the prado yet we're gonna have fun and i can't wait to update everybody once that happens in freaking two three years when we can actually go places don't appreciate the language but appreciate the sentiment <laughs> behind what you just said all right so let's move on to the next one uh shane who is the best disney princess okay i was never a disney kid although in my house my mom purchased every single disney animated vhs thing because there would always be a commercial that's like we're locking beauty and the beast in the vault <laughs> never to be seen again it's like it's going in the vault forever so my mom would buy everything but I didn't really love Disney movies. Uh, I loved Aladdin. I loved Lion King. Uh, and those were, pre- that's pretty much it. Those were my mm-hmm. two, two watch Disney movies. I loved All Dogs Go to Heaven, but that's not Disney. Uh, back to the question. Uh, I'm going to say Princess Jasmine just because I thought she was pretty hot as a kid. And I thought Aladdin I was pretty hot as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with my favorite princess was Pocahontas. She's badass. She's beautiful. And, uh, pretty independent but still she was violent wasn't she i guess she she was fighting for her rights or something what i don't know the story of pocahontas i haven't watched it doesn't she fight for her rights to party alex leave the jokes (laughs) to shane boy all right you gotta watch that so the next question do you think lou is so great at talking naturally or because of something you did honestly personally i don't think that we've done enough or as much as we could have to foster her natural Mm -hmm. talent so i do think she has a very natural talent and we do talk to her constantly and we've talked to her constantly since she was a baby like Mm -hmm. when i'd wear her in my carrier i'd tell her everything i was doing throughout the day i just think she's inherited your verbal gifts like you and your dad are very verbal people Mm -hmm. and i think she's that's rubbed off on her just genetically it's like falling down and i was i was a young speaker too like i started mm-hmm. doing full sentences and lots of talking very but young. if i just had to bet based on knowing mm-hmm. you i'd be like i bet your kid's gonna be really chatty really young because you have that gift yeah but and on it and I, I do think that we could do more to foster that i just i don't know what and i think what we're doing right now is working enough that i haven't really gone out of my way to look but she's a quick learner too and i find you're a quick learner mm-hmm so yeah natural but we could probably do something more next person not a question they say all i have to say is shane has some great hair is that a sarcastic remark i don't know i don't think so i think i think they just think that you have luscious thick hair which you do and came across in the video when you asked for questions today well i guess all i can say is thank you and again (laughs) genetics man (laughs) or woman all right so we have is there ever a perfect time to get pregnant my fiance and i are getting married in two months but we didn't really want to wait anymore i would wait until after the wedding so that at least you can party at your own wedding but if you don't want to wait then screw it don't wait you've had enough partying whatever get pregnant now there's never a good time there's never a perfect time there's always something crazy happening and things can either go great or go garbage and within you, and a you day's know what? time you can plan it perfectly and sometimes that'll work out but then like alex and i thought we had planned it perfect and we i had this super sperm and i got my sperm tested and we were all excited that you know it, i had a high count and we could pretty much you're fertile and we could do it anytime we wanted and you ended up miscarrying yeah so and that threw us off course that, and, well it did because we were we were kind of planning for a may birth and like we had all of this i don't know we just kind of had it worked out in our heads and then i know it's only a couple months difference but it it threw us off initially, which is almost embarrassing to say. But right now, I am appreciating that extra month or two cushion oh that we have. Uh, fingers crossed we have that cushion. To me, is interesting, too, is I think there's a right time to have the baby. And you and I were discussing this. Was it off mic or on where we were saying noon is the perfect time to have a baby? Oh, we, I can't remember. I think we were discussing off mic. Okay. So I'll just quickly, yeah. just in case. We had Lucy at 2 a.m. Sucked worst time to have a baby ever because 
you're obviously up all, all up until she's born. Then when she's born, your adrenaline's pumping, so you don't sleep all that day. Then the next night, you're overtired. So I didn't sleep all that night. I'm sure you're you didn't overtired. either. Of course, you're overtired with a brand new baby who's trying to eat. Oh, you, oh, because the baby cries. Yeah, you can't sleep because <laughs> that. You know, it's hell. It's hell. You got to have the baby first thing in the morning up to noon. I think noon would be the latest. I'd say from 6 to noon would be the best 6 a.m. till noon? Yeah. I think 6 a.m. is too early because you're going to be up oh, with right. the people. Have your babies at noon to 2 p.m., I think. That's the time to really worry about if not you can that, control that. Not that we have any say, but maybe you could start just telling those babies for you pregnant mamas subliminally to you know hold their place until noon the next day. Another question. What the heck do people do on the long weekend when every day is the long weekend for some? Okay, so we're going to abstain like we're, we're gonna ignore us here because for us the weekends are weekends but what if your weekend is no different than days for the week and what i would suggest is make it feel that way you can control your week so try to eat healthy monday to friday food for me is a huge treat and a huge reward and i found if i eat bad monday to friday I don't appreciate the junk food or the treat food as much on the weekends. Like we're getting a blizzard from Sweet Jesus yeah, after this We're going to get something great and it's going to feel deserved and weekendy. Mm-hmm. So do something to abstain throughout the week. Make your week a little bit more regimented. Uh, maybe, maybe you don't work out, out on weekends, but you'll work out throughout the week. Just something that's a little bit more task oriented to make you feel that, that weekday grind. Yeah. It sounds bad, but it's actually a good thing. I think it's motivating. To release your pleasure things on the weekend. And then you'll find you'll start looking forward to Fridays. And Fridays will start feeling like a Friday. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I remember like even on maternity leave, that was was pretty big for me. And that felt really good. I mean, it was still different because you're home on the weekends and you're not during the week. So that in itself was like a treat. But yeah, I, I think Shane nailed it. Keep yourself regimented, even if you're not working, even if you don't have kids to take care of, whatever. Do something to inspire you, to improve some facet of yourself or of your life. And then on the weekends, totally chill, veg out, do stuff that just makes you feel good. Yeah, do the boring things that you procrastinate on through the week mm-hmm. and then do the fun things that you typically can't do on the weekend. Yep, no, I think that's perfect. And our last question for today, another non-question. This is from Maricela Helwegyo says, Hello, two heart emojis. I'm nude. Find me on this web, www.watchyou.net, just for adults. I find that message disgusting. What's her name? <laughs> What's her name? So, Maricela. Send me that contact. I'm going to send her <laughs> a very... <laughs> big tongue lashing what uh, it's angrily <laughs> but anyhow those are our listener questions for the day truly hope that you guys enjoyed the laughing couple podcast interview and thank you so much for listening to this, this family, family tree, tree podcast. podcast episode 38 bingo bingo